Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hourly pay rates rise in our area starting New Year's Day. I'm Kate Ryan. It was a big night for our NBA and NHL teams. No announcement yet on who's going to be at the quarterback spot for the Commanders over the weekend. 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The Supreme Court has issued an emergency order that temporarily keeps COVID-era restrictions on immigration in place. In his dissenting opinion, Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote, the policy's fate should fall on elected officials, adding, we are a court of law, not policymakers of last resort. President Biden isn't pleased with the ruling. And in the meantime, we have to enforce it. But I think it's overdue. The high court's ruling comes as the situation at the border in El Paso, Texas, becomes more desperate. Skyler Henry, CBS News, Washington. Southwest Airlines is apologizing for canceling thousands of flights the past few days. KOVR-TV's Madison Keevy has been talking with the airline's customers in Sacramento. Southwest is still emailing us to check in for a flight that doesn't exist. 48 hours into this cancellation fiasco, rental car companies are one of the next options to get home. Renting the car and loading both girls up and doing the seven-hour drive, so. This mom of two little ones feels relief. Their belated Christmas trip to Oregon is back on. Milledgeville, Georgia, one of many small southern towns without water after freezing temperatures caused pipes to burst. WMAZ-TV reporter Jessica Cha is there. We want them to know from the city of Milledgeville that we are working and we are here on the grounds. Mayor Mary Parham Copeland says crews and contractors are working on leaks around the city. Meanwhile, they're also handing out water. It won't totally aspirate what's going on, but it'll help them to be able to at least uh, take a bath, be able to boil the water to cook. For now, the focus is to help the people who need it. The seven-day-long African-American and Pan-African holiday Kwanzaa is being celebrated. Detroit Parks official Njiji Kai is hoping others will learn about the holiday. Those seven principles are excellent opportunities for us to talk and to check ourselves. How's your life rolling? And uh, to really look at bringing those uh, values, those principles into our lives. Remembering Pittsburgh sports legend Franco Harris. Fans gathered at Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh Tuesday. This woman watched him play football at Penn State and then as a Steeler. Franco was just a, a wonderful ambassador for Penn State Nation and the Steeler Nation and can't say enough good things about him. <laughs> Had to be here today. Harris died last week. He was 72. Tennis superstar Novak Djokovic has arrived in Australia almost a year after he was deported for refusing to get a COVID-19 vaccination. He's in Australia to compete for a 10th Australian Open title. Since he was forced to leave the country, the Australian government has lifted its strict rules for unvaccinated travelers. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. 32 degrees right now. Temperatures dropping to the mid-20s. Good morning, everyone. It's 3.03. I'm Dan Ronan. Welcome to the third hour here on WTOP. The top local stories we're following this morning. Airline cancellations and delays continue to pile up at airports in our area and across the country. 
According to FlightAware, more than 200 flights were canceled at BWI Airport alone, BWI Marshall, on Tuesday. Most of those flights were with Southwest Airlines. There were also 67 Southwest cancellations at Reagan National, or about 90% of the airport's total cancellations on Tuesday were flights belonging to Southwest. The airline is in the midst of turmoil after several days' worth of cancellations. And after a video posted on Twitter last night, the CEO, Bob Jordan, is outlining the airline's plans moving forward. Our plan for the next few days is to fly a reduced schedule and reposition our people and planes. And we're making headway and we're optimistic to be back on track before next week. Meanwhile, the U.S. Department of Transportation is also examining whether Southwest and those cancellations were controllable. A suspected carjacker was among those involved in a five-car crash on the Suitland Parkway Monday morning. The U.S. Park Police, they're still looking for him. All three people injured in the crash are in stable condition as police continue their search for the driver who ran from the scene. U.S. Park Police say the preliminary investigation indicates he was at the wheel of a vehicle that had been carjacked. WTOP traffic reporter Dave Dildine says there have been at least 39 crashes so far this year on Suitland Parkway in that area near Naylor Road and Branch Avenue. It is where the parkway becomes more freeway-like if you're outbound and less so if you're inbound. And it's that sharp transition that might lead to the higher crash count. U.S. Park Police are asking for the public's help in identifying the driver who ran from the crash. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A shootout in D.C. yesterday. Three men are in the hospital after the gunfire. The shots rang out on Pennsylvania Avenue near Kenilworth Avenue in southeast D.C. about 2.45 Tuesday afternoon. D.C. police say that four teens, all of them dressed in black, shot three men and then ran off. One of the victims, one of the three victims, had a gun while another was an innocent bystander. D.C. police believe the two groups exchanged gunfire at one another. The victim with a pistol now faces gun charges. Police are still looking for the other four suspected shooters in that case. We're hearing reaction this morning to the Supreme Court's decision to keep Title 42 in place. Some in our area say they're upset that the pandemic-era immigration policy will remain in effect. Advocates like Amy Fisher with Sanctuary DMV are disappointed in the Supreme Court's decision to keep Title 42 in place for now. We know that communities are ready to welcome and it's a real shame that Title 42 is going to remain in place. She says they were gearing up for the end of the policy and were ready to welcome more migrants. But now we'll continue to advocate for the policy to end and are hopeful that day will come. Title 42 has got to go that this policy has been deadly. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, new information on that incident over the weekend where a man threw, fell the ice, fell through the ice at a golf course pond and died. We'll get the story. It's 3.07. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. 
it's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dan. It uh, looks like we may have some good news for you if you're headed southbound on I-97. For a little bit, we've been talking about how all lanes are completely shut down. Uh, they were able to turn the camera around. Nope, looks like all lanes are still shut down headed southbound on I-97. For now, uh, all traffic is detoured onto Baltimore-Annapolis Boulevard. However, it does seem like this incident is in the clearing stages. Hopefully they reopen very soon. But for now, I-97 southbound is completely shut down right at Baltimore-Annapolis Boulevard. For the most part, traffic on your major highways are looking pretty good. If you're headed across the Bay Bridge, just keep an eye out. They've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Nothing to write home to mom about, though. I-270 looks good from Frederick to the Beltway. 355 as you head southbound through Bethesda, right by Bethesda Avenue. In fact, they're dealing with a utility issue, blocking the far right lane, and no real delays because of it. Down in Virginia, a couple of major closures for you. If you're headed along uh, the Herndon Parkway, all lanes are shut down between Van Buren Street and Maple Court. All lanes are shut down for the police activity through that area. Now, this is near a few neighborhoods. Not to worry. If you are trying to get into the neighborhoods, just go ahead and let an officer know. They'll be able to get you on in without any issue. Miniville Road, unfortunately, still closed as well down in Woodbridge. That's near Caton Hill Road, right by the Wawa. All lanes are shut down in either direction, and a listener says that if you're headed northbound, you can technically cut through the Wawa to continue northbound. 66. As of now, I'm only counting about three work zones. Uh, two of them are westbound. Uh, westbound 66 right on the ramp to Nutley Street. The left lane of that ramp is blocked. Then westbound 66 past 123. The right lane is blocked for a work crew there. Eastbound 66 looks great from Manassas to the Beltway. I-95 looks awesome. No work zones to be seen there. 395 looks great. And in Maryland, 210 Branch Avenue, 301. All running completely up to speed. I'm not seeing any delays, accidents, or incidents at this very moment. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, media Meteorologist Amelia Draper. A chilly start with temperatures in the mid-20s to low-30s throughout the day. We'll warm to 50 with plenty of sun. Thursday and Friday will continue to feature nice weather for winter with highs tomorrow in the low to mid-50s and mid-50s on Friday. Over the holiday weekend, there's the chance for some rain mainly later on Saturday and during the day on Sunday. But I'm not tracking any washouts with high temperatures near 60 both days. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville checking in at 28, 23 in Ashburn. It's 27 degrees in District Heights. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Say 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP News Time, it's 311. The man who fell through the pond in ice to his death in Haymarket Christmas Eve has been identified. He's 19-year-old Shazada Zadrin of Falls Church. The investigation revealed the victim and some other friends were out on the ice when the ice broke and two men went into the water. Zadrin's 20-year-old friend was able to get himself out of the water and tried to find Zadrin. When he couldn't, he ran to a nearby home to get help. Police say that no foul play is suspected in this case. We know the name of the teenager found shot and killed several months ago in the backseat of a burned-out car in Laurel. Anne Arundel police say he's 16-year-old Marquette Knight. The identification comes nearly three months after his remains were discovered. The case is being investigated as a homicide, and police 
are asking anyone who might know about something that happened to call them. Anne Arundel County has had 15 homicides this year. One person is dead. Another person was in the hospital after a house fire in Fairfax on Monday. Fairfax County and Rescue says the person was originally unaccounted for after a fire broke out at a home on Goodview Court near Lynnhurst Drive. The person taken to the hospital has non-life-threatening injuries. Our news partners at NBC4 spoke with Sarah Andrew, who is a neighbor who lives nearby. The worst thing I've ever seen or witnessed, honestly. And to be just right over there, it was just unspeakable. The house is completely destroyed. The cause of the fire is not yet known. We've heard so much about the cold weather. Well, the nationwide sub-freezing weather can be really bad for pipes in our area. They've been bursting left and right, and we have some some suggestions about what to do. And Lynn Riggins with WSSC Water says this is very common from November to February, and even though it'll be warming up soon... You can bet there will be more cold at some point this winter. So before your pipes burst, Riggins says, locate your main water shutoff valve now. That way, if a pipe does break, you can shut it off immediately. Because when a pipe breaks, you're panicking. It's chaotic. Also, if your pipes are in an area that doesn't get a lot of heat... Maybe pick up some foam insulation at the hardware store. You just pop it right around those pipes. It's really easy. Acacia James, WTOP News. Is one of your New Year's resolutions to live a better life in 2023? Do you think you need more vitamin D? Maybe, especially during the winter when we're covered up and don't get the benefit of sunshine on our skin. A deficiency can be linked to brittle bones and fractures. But don't rush out for supplements. In a recent Well Plus Being column in the Washington Post, clinical trials are cited that have shown most Americans get all the vitamin D they need from their diet and sun. Need another reason? to quit drinking so much coffee? Well, know that caffeine can help exacerbate those annoying twitches that can happen just as you're falling asleep. They're called hypnic jerks, and about 70% of people, including kids, experience them. Joan Jones, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, a very strong night for our area NBA and NHL teams. We'll get details. It's now 314. I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork has all the sports. Call it a late Christmas present from D.C. Sports to its fans. The Wizards and Capitals on winning streaks after impressive Tuesday night wins. At Capital One Arena, the finally healthy Wiz beat the 76ers 116-111. It's their second straight victory and third in their last four, Wes Unsell Jr. We knew you know, at some point we'd get to this where we have bodies back and we have a lot of talent. 
a lot of depth, a lot of versatility. At times, guys get squeezed, and I've had conversations with, with uh, most of them, but I think guys are just bought into trying to get our, get ourselves back on track and winning games, so whatever that means. Bradley Beal, however, left in the fourth quarter with an undisclosed injury. Joel Embiid had 48 points and nine rebounds, but was blocked twice in the final minute to preserve the win. One of them is part of Kristaps Porzingis, 24-point, 10-rebound, three-block night. Quick turnaround for the Wiz. They host the Suns at 7. Meanwhile, the Caps blanked the Rangers 4 nothing to win their 5th straight and 10th in their last 11. Darcy Kemper, a 32-save shutout. It's his third no-no of the season, 28th of his career. The Washington Commanders quarterback question remains a question as of Tuesday. So, Ron Rivera, why is it so much harder this time around? I would say they're all hard, no matter how you look at it. And quite honestly, it's, it's something that I've thought about for 12 seasons is how would I ever handle this if I ever got to this point. And this is the first time I've really gotten to this point as a head coach. Another NFL News future Hall of Famer, J.J. Watt, announced on social media Sunday's game in Arizona was his last home game, implying he's retiring at season's end. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's 316. One of the latest health or at least personal appearance trends on social media involves a type of plastic surgery. We get more from Ann Kramer. The buckle fat pad is located between your jawbone and your cheeks. We all have buckle fat, but some of us have a little bit more than others. Removing it can give your face a more sculpted look. Celebrity Chrissy Teigen posted on Instagram she had it done a few years ago, and there are rumors other celebs have had it done, which has led to the popularity of the plastic surgery procedure. New York-based plastic surgeon Darren Smith says he sees three types of patients looking to get buckle fat removal. He says those with a more round and fuller face who want some more definition and a slimmer look. He tells CNN another group just wants a more hollow look to their face with sunken in cheeks. And the doctor says the third are older people who want to rejuvenate their faces. Buckle fat can droop over time. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories on WTOP. Airline delays and cancellations have caused chaos for thousands of travelers with Southwest Airlines responsible for a bulk of the disruptions. The U.S. Supreme Court is keeping a pandemic-era limit on immigration in place indefinitely. That's delaying the hopes of advocates who had been anticipating the end of Title 42 this past week. We will know on Friday what President Donald Trump's tax returns look like when they'll be made public by Congress. As I said, they'll be made public Friday morning. Stay with WTOP for all the top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Carlos in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dan. Southbound side of I-97. As you try to make your way down towards Glen Burnie, keep an eye out for this one. The accident scene has all lanes completely shut down. I-97 southbound. Uh, just as you make way down towards Baltimore Annapolis Boulevard, it uh, looks like all traffic gets detoured onto Baltimore Annapolis Boulevard. Uh, thankfully, there is a detour in place. Follow police direction. You'll be able to get where you're going pretty quickly. Here's the thing, though. Not much of a delay, which uh, basically tells me you'll approach the incident at speed. Not to worry, though. You'll see the flashing lights well before you're near them. Just be extra careful. Be ready to move over to the right-hand side so you can go ahead and take that exit. Inside the Beltway, things are quiet as well. BW Parkway looks good. DC 295 looks great. Uh, traffic headed into the district looks awesome. 
system. No issues on the Southeast Southwest Freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel, or New York Avenue. 355 in Bethesda, southbound near Bethesda Avenue, has the right lane blocked for utility problem. Uh, that's not causing any delays either. Down in Virginia, unfortunately, Herndon Parkway is to remain shut down between Van Buren Street and Maple Court for the police activity until all of that is cleared up. Unclear how long that's going to be going on. Uh, more on that, of course, as things develop. If you're headed on I-95 or 66, everything is very much up to speed. If you're on 66, the only thing you really have to worry about are two separate work zones, and they're both westbound, one of which is on the ramp to Nutley Street. It's blocking the left side of that ramp. And then if you're continuing westbound past 123, the right lane is currently blocked, but you're able to access the ramps no problem. If you're headed eastbound, approaching the Roosevelt Bridge, you have the right lane blocked, but uh, no real delays behind that one. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Carlos. Let's get the weather now from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Starting off today with temperatures in the mid-20s to low 30s under mainly clear skies. Nice weather today, tomorrow, and Friday with highs today around 50, low to mid-50s tomorrow, and mid-50s on Friday. Now over the holiday weekend, there's the chance for some showers, mainly on New Year's Eve, so something to keep in mind if you have dinner or party plans out with highs near 60 and low 60s as we ring in 2023. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 27 now in Upper Marlboro, 26 in Centerville, 29 degrees in Washington, D.C. Weather brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Len the Plumber. Coming up on WTOP, long COVID can happen sometimes with young people, not just adults. We'll get details how. It's 321. Look out, world. We're getting strong. The future's here and we belong. She can stand, she can feel more. Like build a rocket and watch it soar. Or clean the oceans and make the world a better place. Learn more at Cheek and Stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects send tons of people to the hospital? And teeny ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. This is WTOP News. 322 now. Long COVID also happens in kids, not just adults. And new research shows that some children who develop shortness of breath after COVID have issues in the smallest of their airways in their lungs. A lot of it is a quality of life issue. These these are not kids that are, you know, ending up in the emergency room. Dr. Nathan Rabinovich is with National Jewish Health, the leading respiratory hospital in the U.S. He says if a child complains of trouble breathing, take it seriously. Other symptoms? Fatigue, um, um, hard to kind of get out of bed. Um, If they do exercise, they're wiped out for 
Days after that. Rabinovich says the condition could last for months or even a year, but is treatable, similar to asthma. Even though the lung is closed up, you can take a medicine and it can reverse. Christy King, WTOP News. Health officials are warning that the low vaccination rates, relaxed safety measures, and extensive travel this holiday season will likely result in a surge of COVID, the flu, and RSV infections. Meanwhile, families are trying to buy medicine for their children, and they're encountering shortages and, in some cases, price gouging. CBS reporter Christian Benavides has more. All of these respiratory illnesses are driving up demand for children's medicines. There's nothing on the shelves. It's just so ridiculous how difficult it's been just to get children's Tylenol. If you see some Tylenol or Prothen, you better grab it. To combat part of the problem, the government released reserves of Tamiflu. And to prevent stockpiling, CVS, Target, and Walgreens are now limiting purchases of over-the-counter children's medicine. Health experts say in a pinch, adult medication can sometimes be adapted for pediatric use. Parents should talk to their child's pediatrician to avoid exceeding the recommended dosage. Cristian Benavides, CBS News, Miami. Scientists say they're transforming pig livers to look and act like human ones. APs at Donahue. Why pig livers? Because there's a shortage of human organs. If we look in America today, there's about 120,000 patients who are waiting for an organ. Jeff Ross's company, Mero Matrix, is making plans for first-step human testing of pig livers. But not in the traditional sense that we're going to take that pig organ and directly transplant it into a human. Dr. Sander Florman at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York says it sounds like science fiction. Even to the average transplant surgeon, or maybe not so average transplant surgeon, it still sounds a little bit like science fiction. But uh, this is an incredible time. We're, it's a new era. We have gene editing. We have cloning. We have all kinds of things. The test will determine how well a bioengineered pig's liver can filter human blood. I mean, we're really at the precipice where we could actually envision this could work. A bioengineered organ, at least in this context, is a scaffold. An early first step. I'm Ed Donahue. Money news on WTOP at 25 and 55. Let's go to the Bloomberg Newsroom. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Changes are coming in mid-February to Starbucks Rewards. Fans of the coffee chain won't be happy. An internal memo cited by Business Insider says it'll take more points to get many free menu items. The way customers acquire points or stars will not change. No comment from Starbucks. Restaurants could begin for a difficult year in 2023. Bloomberg Intelligence says sales could fall short of expectations as consumer spending finally buckles under the weight of inflation. Restaurant service may finally be returning to pre-pandemic normal. The government says restaurant employment in November had returned to 98 percent of its 2019 level after a long recovery. Unionized U.S. journalists at Thomson Reuters will vote today on a tentative three-year contract that includes a 10% pay hike. The agreement was reached one month after union members voted to authorize a strike. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the CEO of Southwest Airlines says it's going to take several days to get things back to normal. BWI Marshall, one of the airports have us having some of the biggest problems. We'll get details. It's 326. At Doctors Without Borders, we put patients first. 